Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We don't have a lot of choice of it when it comes to those carts you see around Toronto. If you want a hot dog, that's what you're going to get. And there's nothing wrong with a good hot dog. But there's also nothing wrong with choice. But when it comes to those carts, getting a license to sell anything other than a wiener is impossible. Well, a one-man operation has now shaken things up. He's got this big, juicy, deli pastrami sandwiches that every time I look at the picture, I'm so hungry. I want to eat one. But... He's broken through the wiener wall and got himself one of the only licenses available in 20 years. And for whatever reason, in this world-class city, city officials make it almost impossible to get them. His name, Alexander Dalglish, Switzer of Switzers. Good to have you, sir. Thanks. Uh, I'm impressed that you pronounced the Dalglish so well. Well, you know, I have to think there's a Hamilton connection here. I know a few of them uh, in Hamilton, but I also know Switzers in Hamilton. And I'm just like, is this guy related to the Switzers that we used to eat the great pickles at on Sundays? Uh, I'm, I might be related like uh, as like family, but... There you uh, go. Long lost rel- relatives. There's, no, there's so. no business relation at all. It's a complete coincidence. I just figured my name was good for pastrami. Yeah, no, look, I saw the pictures. It's not just pastrami, though. I got to be honest. This is not just pastrami because you're one of those guys who's taken pastrami to the next level because um, okay. almost like that eat, eat food there, there's a show that takes you around to all the great places, and it's just like a pastrami sandwich w- with all these unbelievable ingredients you add. Like, it's a real it's a real art and a real dish, so you've kind of oh, pimped yeah, out pastrami. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's... Um because everything that I make has pastrami in it, right? And I, I'm confident enough in the pastrami that I feel free to, like, <laughs> just be chaotic with it. Uh, so, I'm, yeah, I'm, and I'm also, like, one of the benefits to running the cart is that uh, there's no one to tell me no. <laughs> right. So I can just, I just, uh, as long as I'm throwing pastrami in it, I feel like, uh, I feel like I can, I can go wild. And so, like, I'm, like, right now I'm running uh, uh, pickled blueberries on, pastor- like, pulled pastrami on a, on a hamburger bun and, uh I've got like weird ideas for economiaki and and stuff like it's it's a it's an incredibly versatile meat and I feel like people don't people are so traditionalist with it um that they're almost offended if it's not on rye with mustard and that's it. Yeah, look, a, a good pickle, a lot of mustard, pastrami I'm in. Uh, I want to talk oh, to you yeah, I'll sure. talk to your um I'll talk about your weird pastrami in just a second. I want to sure. talk about the process though because food Mm, carts you think that you can just get a license and then it's like they make it so so difficult so you have been trying to get one for years but they put this moratorium on the licenses back in 2002 you have spent years trying to navigate this why is it so hard i think it was a lot of uh like publicly popular quick legislations that were like how are we supposed to open up a restaurant when there's a thousand hot dog carts because it used to be one of toronto's identities with all the hot dog carts downtown and so they passed this more that's a, that's a sad identity <laughs> that's a yeah, really sad I mean, identity <laughs> yeah it, it could have blossomed into something wonderful I world-class think. city get your hot dog here <laughs> yeah exactly well yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. But, but every city one of the interesting parts about hot dogs is every city has their own hot dog culture mm-hmm. in, in the states like seattle has a cream cheese and onion and then chicago has their own style of hot dog and stuff like that but we didn't even get that 
Anyway, yeah. I think I think a lot of the legislation ends up being like we need to move these hot dog carts outside of the downtown core. So we're going to no longer sell licenses without thinking that, well, if there's no foot traffic, why would you have a hot dog cart? So just nobody opens them up anymore. And I think in 2016, uh, they changed the laws so that you could sell things that weren't hot dogs because they noticed there was a huge dearth, right? So somebody probably yeah. said something like, oh, there's a dearth of hot dog cart or dearth of like food vending. Uh, so they're, oh, we'll pass this. And then nothing gets done with it because like, well, the laws passed, we did our part, but no one's doing anything with it. And so I think like trying to revamp the laws over and over without giving it much thought has created this incredibly complicated system where like, I yeah. think I have eight licenses and certifications. I have a propane certification, even though I don't have propane on my cart. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. The regulations. I mean, food trucks had a, had a hard enough time, but th- this is a different genre. Mm-hmm. There's a whole different compartment for yeah. the carts. And, and I know like, yeah, there's just, this is one of the areas like the guy or the gal who runs on getting rid of all of this crap regulations. I'll vote for that guy, but I digress. Yeah. But getting back to your cart, cause I looked at it and sure. yeah. I think people who come to you, they have a real desire for something completely. Like they just want that deli sandwich kind of with a flair, but your cart's quite understated. Um, mm. but but you, you have a lot of things you can do with it. Like you ride it around on a bike, you pull it wherever you do, um, yeah. but you cure your pastrami for seven, like it's a process, seven to nine days, you cure the pastrami, uh, yeah. you smoke it for two, three days, you rub it, you cook it day of for up to seven hours. Do you have any help? Um, I, my, I have a, uh, some help with the social media, but... That's it? Um, Not the cooking part? Like you do all of that well, on yeah. your own? No, yeah, I do all of it on my own, uh, which uh, obviously keeps the stock limited, but it can only fit so much on the cart anyway. Um, one yeah. of the reasons I chose pastrami was because a lot of the work is waiting, like a lot of it's hands-off. It's like, yes, I am mm-hmm. smoking the brisket for eight hours, or I'm, I'm cooking it for three days or curing it, but I'm also hands, like my hands are still free while that's happening. So yeah. um, as long as I spend two or three days getting all of it done ahead of time, that I can, you know, it's, it's, it's a full-time job. And it and no it's kidding. paying my bills, and uh, I mean, but it's 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 less work than I would be doing in a restaurant. Is it like uh, full of people? This is uh, it's a, it's a lot of work, but the restaurant industry is much more. Yeah, no, cause, and the thing is, you're not dealing with the bricks and mortar because you can take your bike and your cart really everywhere. I mean, you can oh, take yeah. your pastrami anywhere. Where is it that you're trying to do? You move around. I think the only way people can really find you is if uh, they go uh, to your is it Twitter or your handle at Switzers Toronto, and and you. You know, people follow yeah. you to find your sandwiches. Yeah, we post the night before around 9 p.m. about where we're going to be because there's a, a lot of it has to do with stock, uh, weather, like the, the long curing times. And sometimes, like, again, it's just me. So sometimes I need a day off. Um, it just seems easier. Like, uh, we're going to sell out anyway. And mm-hmm. um, it, it, it kind of gives the people in the neighborhood a little bit, a little bit more of a chance <laughs> to get a sandwich before uh, before the outside crowds get in, but uh, okay, well, I I have to think that you have very dedicated customers looking at you know, the food and the way you prepare it. It's not like you're just you know two pieces of bread and some meat. I mean, it, it, there is no, a yeah, real. I, I, I came out here with a with a plan to make a really good pastrami, and uh, I think like my my nervousness of not putting out a good product like really pushes me to to make sure that it comes out really like I there's a lot of the a lot of the reasons I'm doing a lot of these alternative menu items is because half of half of what I make I don't consider good enough to be just a 
pastrami on rye. Like if you want a pastrami mm-hmm. on rye, pastrami better be like, because that's all you're eating is pastrami with a tiny bit of mustard and then something to hold it in. And if it's going to yeah. be that, then it better be really, really good. And so the other half that I don't deem like high enough of a quality or like maybe it didn't cure quite enough or like it's just something's a little bit off. It's, it's good for me to be able to pull that off like, like, like I'm doing today and shred it, put like blueberries in a bun or put it into a mac and cheese and stuff like this. Um, yeah, so you're, so yeah, you're picky with the pastrami, but you use the leftovers to get creative. I, I, like, I've never oh, yeah, thought exactly. you could mix pastrami with, with macaroni and cheese, which is like oh, a dream amazing. come true. It's yeah. amazing. Um, I was running a banh mi for a while. It worked perfectly in a banh mi. Uh, Roy Choi was doing like a, a spam banh mi, and the spam's pretty close to corned beef, I thought. And so, oh, God. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never thought, of, never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's a, it's Let a me... lateral thinking, I guess. But it turned out great. Like, I, I'm, I might even bring it back I, just for me to eat it. There you go. Well, let me ask you, because I'm going to run out of time, and I'm very curious now about how this works. So are you hoping now, does this open the door for others to get in, or does it allow you to bring in more carts? That's the plan. I have no idea. I, like, a lot of people have started messaging me recently, um, people who have already successfully, like, started a small cart business or have been, you know, drowning in the bureaucracy, um, have been reaching out. My plan was originally to uh, find all the cooks in the city that are being underpaid yeah. uh, and undervalued and uh, kind of like go join venture into a cart, get them out in a cart and have them join like a community of carts for the city. Cause I want, I, I want this city to have a better food. Like it has a pretty good food, sure. culture, but I want it to have that street food culture, especially when people are so poor now, you know, yeah. I sell my sandwiches for $7 because I'm operating out of a cart without the overhead and without like the labor and the, like having to pay employment insurance and all this, I can serve a good sandwich to like affordably, you know, Kathy's yeah. selling this for $22. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. And I gotta be, because the listeners can't see it. Your sandwiches are about like nine inches thick. So it's a, it's a lot. It's and and I think that's a crazy me. fair price. Well, look, I'm out of time, yeah. but I, I really want you to do well. I love the Thank concept. You. I love that you broke through the bureaucratic um, barrier. Thank you very and, much. And uh, we'll check in with you again because I, I love uh, I love the idea and, and your, uh, yeah, your gusto. Definitely. So thanks so much for joining us. Cheers. Thank you so much. That's Alexander uh, Dalgleish. It's at Switzer's Toronto, S-W-I-T-Z-E-R Toronto. Honestly, the food looks so good. So I do really hope uh, we, we kind of get more open because guys like that and gals like that should not have to fight so hard to get great stuff to Torontonians. I'm Alex Pearson, very hungry here all of a sudden, but uh, we'll be back after this here on 640 Toronto.